0: tape and paperclips. I'm Nathan Hartswick And I'm Annie Russell. This is the show where we rewatch, review, and ridicule every episode of MacGyver for the first time since our childhoods.
1: That's right. And this week we are breaking down season three, episode 11, Kill- Killzone. Zone.
0: Uh, will it hold up? Probably not. We'll find out soon. But first, uh, Annie, how are you doing? What's going on with you?
1: Oh, gosh. I'm good. You know, just uh, trying to enjoy the summer. You look like you um, got some sun. To- Did you get sun? Yeah, I got some sun. I've been uh, I've been going to the beach um, and swimming in the ocean. That's been wow. a, a fun thing that I've been doing for uh, mental health. And you How, know, what's it like?
0: Just, do you have to like fight traffic every weekend to get to the beach in New York?
1: You do. Um, mm. There's a place that I like to go where um, I don't have to do that, so I'm not gonna say uh, what it <laughs> is. We
0: is not gonna divulge on that on
1: camera, but I do. Um, so I found a beach that in order to park there you need to have a yearly uh fishing permit um huh. which is free to get um but if you have that you can park in this like super close lot um cool. that is very uh you know um it, it's not like the big lot where everyone fights for yeah. parking um and you so don't I fish will... to
0: be clear right no <laughs> that's such a I life know. hack
1: But it's a life hack because if you just sign up for the friggin uh, yeah. fishing permit you can get the parking pass that will allow you access to the cool lot that's cool and now if a bunch of people start doing this they'll probably change the rules and it'll be ruined so right, right. don't do it <laughs> keep it, it under um, your hat people just let you know <laughs> let me enjoy this or better yet let's carpool together and save yeah. the environment a little bit uh, right. because that's better uh, um, yeah and I also I went for like a long bike ride too this weekend I've just been trying to be outside of as much as possible in uh, in the nice weather, because awesome. uh, as we know, winter is long.
0: Yes, for sure. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm doing the dad thing and kind of like working on my backyard because um, I'm fortunate cool. enough to I don't own a house, but I do have access to a backyard, um, and so I've been trying to like whip it into shape, and it's been really nice. We're kind of uh, leveling up a little bit this year, but like it's been a lot of work, uh, a lot of like sort of sweaty backbreaking work. It's <laughs> so dumb, but. I've never owned a bug zapper before. You did not. <laughs> I bought one and I'm a little obsessed. <laughs> it is so uh it's horrifying but also kind of satisfying the look on your face is terrifying Um,
1: I because I find them so jarring you know like it is such a violent sound it is you know the
0: bug zapper itself is like so pleasing it's just a little black light it doesn't make any noise whatever it just sits there and then out of nowhere you'll just hear like (laughs) it's like oh my god I do
1: wonder like what I do wonder if they look different than like the bug zappers of our childhood they used to be giant
0: cages and that you hang from trees and like you know Yeah,
1: that's what I'm picturing right now and I'm picturing you bringing that inside your house and setting it up in your kitchen no, you, no
0: it's more of a lantern it's a lightweight little lantern that like it was okay. 40 bucks on Amazon and uh, and you know it's it's if there's no other light in the kitchen and I put it by the back door it just like sits there and zaps. So what
1: happens if you go to the kitchen to get a glass of water and you accidentally
0: <laughs> trip on it? trip on it you mean would bugs go everywhere is that what you mean
1: no i mean like would you get zapped
0: oh zapped no no it's like it's basically just like a lantern with like a cage inside of a cage and the and there's like little holes in the first cage and the bug okay. is attracted to the light and they go through those little holes and then they get zapped on the inter interior core or okay so the you interior can touch cage. any part so of it at, at all
1: i see and a dog can touch a part exactly. of it and yeah. not be right. you know right
0: you zapped. have they have to physically fly into the middle of it to get zapped.
1: But also like the mosquitoes and the black flies in Vermont are really unpleasant in, in the early summer. And so I imagine like being able to enjoy like the few good months yes. of the year
0: yeah. is worth a little. Uh, oh yeah, violence. I mean I've gone full like I've got tiki torches around the you know the space. I've got citronella candles. I'm going nuts, you know.
1: Oh wow, so you're you're yeah. doing everything. It's, You've it, got the full it, perimeter. It's the dad
0: like all out war against the pests in my yard, bullshit. It's like yeah. I'm researching the best one and. Uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty sad.
1: <laughs> it's yeah, it's classic. Um, This is the thing I can control in my yes, life right. when I can't control many <laughs> other <laughs> things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, this is another thing I wanted to mention because Mm. I feel like it's good to be open about these things. I, a few weeks back, Mm. um, started uh, taking an antidepressant again for the first time in many years. And I highly recommend it if you are on the fence. Because (laughs) I realized that I had one of those really dumb impulses where I felt like I had to like white knuckle things and Mm -hmm. I had to not actually like uh accept um concrete help for Mm. you know normal twenty twenty two uh being a person in the world stuff and I finally stopped doing that and I feel a lot better. So I don't know. If anyone needs like a push, this is uh this is my let that be your push.
0: Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Speaking of things we can't control. It's uh there's so much out there right now we cannot control and we don't have to suffer just because the world is ending. <laughs> the only yep. thing you can
1: do is watch MacGyver and holy, holy wow. <laughs> I mean, this, this, episode. this
0: dovetails nicely into the plot of this episode, um, which uh, maybe you have a couple of sentences to uh, to summarize it for those who might not have seen it. I It would be my honor. Uh, so,
1: <laughs> when a satellite carrying a genetic experiment crashes to Earth, MacGyver is sent in to recover it. When he arrives, he discovers that the experiment mutated in space and now ages animals at a vast rate. It is taken back to the lab, but the scientist in charge doesn't want to destroy
0: it. Wow. And then bad things happen to her, of course, because she's yes. an, uh, she uh, has been ethics as a scientist Um, let's get into it (laughs) you texted me about this episode and I full disclosure I watched the entire season like many many months ago like during the pandemic Mm -hmm. and so I'm re-watching season three as Annie is watching it for the first time I was just waiting and waiting I was waiting since you know I saw this episode the first time I couldn't wait to hear what you had to say about it so what were your thoughts
1: yeah. Oh God. So many thoughts. I mean, so I knew something was up when MacGyver is in a moon suit uh, right <laughs> off the bat. Like yeah. he is in like a full-on Neil Armstrong astronaut <laughs> outfit. Yep. <laughs>
0: like, yep. And he is <laughs> to, um, live streaming. Basically, this is like an early version of live streaming himself.
1: Yeah. To um to basically clean up this uh, again. Let's not get too uh, caught up in the details of why MacGyver is the person
0: who needs to be
1: doing this. Uh, Pete that says is, it.
0: Pete says he can go in and out of rough country and he knows how to do things.
1: Yeah, yeah. Someone says like I don't, I don't know if he's up for this job or you don't know the job. And he said I don't know the job, but I know MacGyver, right. and it's like okay, Pete, we get it. Yep. Um, so my favorite thing is he's able to like salvage this experiment, which is important because you know they need to. Study it and figure out what it's doing, and so it's important for him to bring this back. Um, my favorite early part of the episode, though, is when MacGyver um, it goes back to the lab, and we meet our lady scientist uh, for the first time. And the only thing that foreshadows that she is not a good person is that she's about to um, experiment on a small. It's a mouse or a rat
0: right. It's not a rabbit, is it? It's not a rabbit.
1: No, no. I, I thought it was um a small rodent of some kind, yeah. and MacGyver stops her mm-hmm. because that's not cool, and right. this experiment killed a lot of animals. And I'm just like, MacGyver, you are you are the observer and the guest here. <laughs> like, why are you <laughs> telling oh. this woman? How to conduct an experiment with, like, I hate to break it to the the rodent lovers in our audience, but, like, this is pretty normal. Pretty standard, yeah. Um, yeah, this is pretty standard. Yeah. This is not a cause for, like, uh, her ethics to be questioned, yeah. you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, speaking of animal Stuff. I think I hinted early on in this season that I had two lists, two new lists I wanted to start on this podcast for this season. One of them was the recycled actor count, which we do every Mm -hmm. episode. And we we just because we've noticed this pattern emerging where they use the same actor uh, for different characters um, as the show goes along. And it's very maddening to us. And so we're keeping tabs on how many times that happens in this season. And the other one, unfortunately, um, as I've now watched all of season three, is the animal cruelty count. (laughs) Oh, God.
1: Yeah. And this episode was not great. This episode kicks it off
0: and is Mm -hmm. by far the worst. But I want to mention that uh, in this episode alone, now they off screen as the episode begins, 900 sheep have died. Like a flock of 900 sheep have been killed by this organism. And then we see, as he's walking around in his moon suit, a jackrabbit, a bear, two deer, a wolf, and a bird. All of which, like individually, uh, all of which are dead, um, and of course we have what happens at the end with the poor, the the, the poor cute dog. Um, so that's, as, by my count, 907 animals killed in this episode.
1: Yeah, and and that's where we should say that's where the episode gets its name, Kill, Kill Zone, zone. Uh, because of the the zone where all of the animals died yeah. at the top of the episode. So like I don't know imagine being like eight or nine years old and watching this episode on TV. Oh, it's so upsetting.
0: Yeah. So upsetting. I love the idea that first of all, she smuggled some bacteria or something onto a satellite, um, Mm -hmm. which was not supposed to be on the satellite. And when it went to space, it mutated. Is that what we're led to believe? And so when it crashed to earth, this mutated organism, which was, it was like, the mutation was accelerated by the fact that it was in space which really shows that is a lack all of the information
1: under- we have yeah, <laughs> it really shows a lack all. of understanding
0: about what space does to organisms but mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but when it crashes down to earth it's basically it reminds me of like the way in the 50s we thought like nuclear we were so uneducated about what nuclear stuff was that it was like every superhero fell in a vat of radioactive ooze and came out with you know superpowers or whatever, because we didn't understand what like radi- radiation did at yeah. that point. And it feels all similar knew here. we
1: is it was very powerful, yeah. and yeah. therefore, that's how we get all this lore. And so this yeah. is the same thing. It maybe goes we, to
0: space. Maybe we just haven't learned enough since Neil Armstrong went to space. The space program at this point is still 40 years old by the time they make this, like 40, 50 years old by the time they make this episode. I don't understand how they can't... Like, how... How will the, the viewing public accept the idea that oh yeah, an organism went to space and when it came back it was a killer virus that killed everybody? It's a very odd plot.
1: Yes, uh, very, very strange. Um, and the motives uh, are vague mm-hmm. I, I would say like world essentially- hunger Annie
0: she wants to <laughs> cure world hunger. Right, but... We are the I world. Mean, <laughs> it's very
1: 80s. It's very 80s. Yeah, it's it's very 80s. So essentially, we haven't really gone over. So what this does um, and how this kills things is it rapidly ages right. uh, the, the organism. So you go from zero to elderly in to a couple minutes. Yeah. And so she's thinking, oh, we can use this to basically mature and... Uh, the food population very, very quickly so that we can feed everybody, which again, poor understanding of world hunger yes, right there, right. Uh, because we actually have enough food to feed everyone. We just uh, <laughs> don't
0: because of capitalism. Right. So... <laughs>
1: That's again oh not something yep. MacGyver.
0: Uh, it's decided more of a distribution to. model problem than a supply yeah, supply thing. it's fee. not really a supply <laughs> issue
1: actually. Like this is a food shouldn't cost money issue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my god. So anyway, so this is her her big goal, um, and of course. Uh, it, very very flawed uh, but you know she believes in her work Uh, Mm -hmm. a little bit of throwback to that season one lady Mm -hmm. scientist Uh, but this one is just she has a dark side she's got like a little bit of she's flying too close to the which I don't Um, mind
0: I mean I like the idea that we're wrestling with like science scientific ethics here you know like and MacGyver's on one side and she's on the other and they both want the same thing but they go about it two different ways like that's kind of a fun thing to play with
1: but you know that because she is flirting with bad ethics yeah Something bad is going
0: to happen to her, yeah. because
1: this is MacGyver, um, <laughs> and she's not going to get away with that. So.
0: And we'll get to that. Um, I, <sighs> uh, Along yeah. the way, this is absolute peak Pete yelling
1: episode, mm-hmm.
0: with the exception of that one thing where he says, like, he's the best guy I've got or whatever. The whole rest of the episode, all he does is yell. He yells at people. He doesn't understand what's going on. He, like, is constantly... It's that whiny yell that he does where he's like, MacGyver, blah, 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 And blah, 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 blah. Call them off. It's like this very... I would kick him out of my office if I was a general so fucking fast. In Pete's best episodes, he's a good friend and he's like, he's got some information to impart, and he shows up with the helicopter at the end, you know, like to to get yes, it out. Yes, that's know?
1: when Pete's at his best. Where he's not at his best is yelling and trying to bargain with the scientist, yeah, yeah, like that yeah. that part. He should that's go not away in the middle me. of the
0: episode and come back later is what he should do. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes, that is that is correct. Yeah. Um, so we get that from Pete. Um, what I didn't understand is like she was she's still working. You know, after this. So she essentially is the person who is, like, sending this uh, sample to space, having, you know, is responsible for 900 animals are dead.
0: Imagine the person who let coronavirus out of the Wuhan lab was still working there the next day. Still
1: (laughs) clocking in, still pulling an eight-hour shift, like... Uh, not that we think COVID was made in a lab. Uh, <laughs> we do not, but.
0: Um, oh, man, we're, we're pushing some buttons with this one. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, she was great. I mean, this actress, huge soap opera star. Young and the Restless from 2005 to the present. Days of Our Lives wow. from 89 to
1: 2019. Holy, wow. Which
0: makes sense. I think this one really called for the over-dramatics of a soap star. Oh,
1: very... <sighs> very soapy especially in a scene that we will um we will discuss to. but like very soapy yeah uh
0: oh i thought it was interesting the decontamination chamber that my guyver goes into he hasn't taken his shirt off i don't think to, since like season 1 and he's like a little, He's a little bulked up since season one. It seemed like they were taking his shirt off every five minutes in the first season. Um, and he's like, he's gotten a lot more shy about that. And so there wasn't, the, the story called for him to get naked. And so he had to, but uh, I thought that was a, an interesting.
1: Yeah, here's, here's a question in my mind though. Like when he's going into the decontamination zone, he's in a room with like 10 other people when mm-hmm. he steps into that elevator. Like, would you not isolate people one by one? Right. Um, but there are. I don't know.
0: In gear, right? They're
1: in their moon suits, yes.
0: And uh, I mean, the the music and everything was very surreal at this point. I was like, this is kind of David Lynchian, like the way that mm-hmm. they're... And I, I know it's like Andromeda Strain, like this whole paranoia of like a, a killer virus or something like it's... Yeah,
1: it also felt... I mean, it felt a little comedic, honestly, at times. Because it was so soapy and so over the top. Like it felt campy, I yeah. guess is the word I'm looking for. Like it just... It almost felt like a Murdoch episode. It
0: was campy. Yeah. One thing that's very campy to me is the voice of the lab the the woman robot voice of the lab yeah I, the
1: Siri of the lab yeah you gotta yeah. love
0: a, an old TV show that's like you know oh, you have this amount of time remaining you have this amount of time remaining but then like they start to give you like exposition like the robot starts mm-hmm. to know like they've been programmed for this exact situation and they give you like a whole paragraph of stuff like if you don't get out within this amount of time this blah 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 it's just very uh it it's very lazy, lazy writing and very very hilarious to me that some like voiceover artist had to go into a recording booth and record all these robotic lines. Yeah that yes. like perfectly matched the plot, you know, that felt very campy to me.
1: Yeah, very much. So Um, it, it was like flight of the navigator vibes. Ah. Like, it was just like <laughs> a weird, like sentient. Did we talk um, about that
0: on this podcast? Like, I watched I that again and it, Holds up, it's fucking great. Uh, I loved that movie. I, it was I one. It's one, one of my earliest so memories of watching a movie. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah. I recommend you rewatch it. It's really fun.
1: I I just I loved it as a kid. I love it now. <laughs> it's a great movie. Um. So great. Anyway, so
0: great. Okay, so l- you want to talk desperately about the last scene? Of course you do. Um, I
1: do. It's just so. <laughs> awful. So this is what we know. This stuff forces uh, organisms and animals and presumably people Mm -hmm. uh, to age very rapidly. So of course uh, Lady Scientist, uh, she is in the lab with her working from the lab dog that comes with her. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like why is the dog in the lab? It is unclear. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Ace is her dog and he is in the lab with her. Um, He's getting a little rambunctious and he is um you know in the same room as an open petri dish of this substance of the most dangerous substance course course known
0: to mankind Yeah,
1: of course he is
0: yep and she has repeatedly not destroyed this shit and now is going to refuses to, to. Yeah, macgyver
1: has macgyver has asked her to she has been begged to destroy it she it's tricks him into dangerous. thinking she has
0: destroyed it yeah
1: she ain't gonna destroy it, no. and um, as a result, her dog knocks over the petri dish, um, contaminating himself
0: and her. Yes, <laughs> and then we get to see the the fallout of that.
1: <laughs> we see she and Ace rapid aging, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. it, which takes two very different forms. In one form, it I takes know. the dog dies. By turning a little more gray over the course of several a poorly bit edited gray. shots. Like Poor, there's a like couple baby of like, like
1: streaks baby of powder in his, black fur, in his hair. Yeah. Like, and then, and then peacefully kind of yeah. drifts off. <laughs> like that was Ace's... like the end which is still
0: fucking heartbreaking because the whole time she's like oh ace my baby i know i mean literally when
1: ace got contaminated i was like oh my god are they gonna like we're gonna watch a dog die (laughs) for real not only is the dog
0: dead it's not dying off camera we have to watch it happen
1: no we have to watch a dog die which we do as he like just kind of ages and then, you know, drifts off. Yes. But <laughs> she what on the other happens hair. to her is the most grotesque thing I have <laughs> ever seen on an episode of MacGyver. Yeah. The the prosthetic yeah. face and the makeup that they try to do, she does not look like a human no. woman.
0: No, it's very looks, like alien-like. Yeah,
1: like and truly, yeah. she looks like a monster alien, yeah. um, or at least her face does. Um, and as she is reaching to sort of you know say her final goodbye or to, yeah. to kind of call out to MacGyver, her hand looks totally normal, <laughs> like completely. Not aged at all. Yeah, no yeah. prosthetics. Nothing. Uh, so it is funny. the funniest thing I have ever <laughs> seen on this show. I did not like catch hands that. down. That's so oh,
0: funny.
1: <laughs> you have to. I mean, I never tell you to do these things, but yeah. for social media, you have to oh my
0: God. Does, show. But that means I have to go back and watch that scene again, which I never want to do.
1: Reaching out with a totally normal, That's you know, hilarious. young person's hand.
0: <laughs> it truly is like Monster Alien. Face. Which it's not. Like it's not a bad special effects makeup job it, 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 for something else, you know. If it was a different, if it was a movie or something where someone turns into an alien, great. But like for this, we've established. Okay, what it really should be is like, just cut back to her a few times with like age makeup that like goes in in order, so it like she's like super elderly at the end and then she dies. Why do we have to watch her turn into this weird plastic mask?
1: It's exactly. She looks completely plastic. I would rather they have just put her in like a high school musical gray bun wig and just said, "Hey, she old now."
0: (laughs) Yeah, she's old. I would have rather that than what they did. It was it was horrifying. Uh, What the other thing is, as she's dying, they Pete and MacGyver are like yelling from the other side of the glass. We got the discs. Uh, and like we got the we got the data. Oh yeah. They're don't like worry. we're gonna
1: save your work. Yeah. Don't worry, Which your work's
0: gonna live on. I couldn't. Which not is what have, she's
1: concerned with. I, I could guess. not have
0: cared less at that moment about those fucking discs. I was like, So what? Who cares? Like I
1: I'm like a dog just died. Yeah. <laughs> Why <laughs> yeah. do I give a shit? Yeah.
0: It's just Uh, And why? I mean, you needed, as a plot point, you needed some way for it not to be her fault that she let the virus out, right? She knocked knocked it over, whatever. It's not good enough that she turns around and knocks it off the table. She's being very careful with it, and we've established she's a a good scientist, so she's not going to fuck up with it, right? So we need an outside force to fuck it up for her. Does it have to be a dog? Does it have to be a living thing? It could be a robotic arm that has been misprogrammed. Or I don't right. care. Like, make something up. But like, Anything we built, a, and, and then in order for that to happen, we have to build a relationship with the dog because the dog has to be established earlier, right? The dog likes to chase a ball. That's the reason why the dog jumps on her at the end, is trying to play whatever. So now we got to throw a ball for this dog. Oh, cute dog! Um, I 100% understand why they chose that particular breed of dog, because border collies, which I used to have. Uh, Uh, a Border Collie when I was a kid they are like notably like one of the smartest breeds of dogs and you can train them to do absolutely anything
1: so if you need a dog to die
0: on camera you pick the (laughs) smartest dog you can train Um, so they did but it was still fucking horrifying to watch
1: I was so upset yeah. <laughs> when Ace died, but then I was immediately so horrified by the, <laughs> the way, way that died. they handled she died. I was just like, I don't know what to feel. Yeah, uh, wow. Yeah, and just then they wow, and, and then they
0: all run out, and the facility blows up, which is a great way to contain your uh, dangerous bacteria or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, it was such a departure from the tone, the regular tone of this show that it was like, are we watching something totally different? It was just a whole other. And yes. I mean, I know that's kind of their M.O. here is like a lot of times they'll pick a genre of movie and they'll just sort of like crib that and do a version of that and in, in, in like the MacGyver way. And but some of those genres work with MacGyver and some of them do not. And, you know, it's like, oh, MacGyver's a scientist and we'll do like a science thing where like something gets out of the lab and it's like and you could do that in a thousand ways that would work. But this just felt like this is a creepy, weird horror movie from the 80s that they like tacked MacGyver into and it just doesn't. It's just like why am I watching this? But
1: Yeah, it's incredibly strange. Yeah. Incredibly weird. Did not even feel like the same show. And like if for some reason you're listening to this and you haven't seen the show. <laughs> Just watch this
0: episode. I mean, you like I don't know if I would recommend that.
1: I don't think you can fully explain how bewildered we are without <laughs> right, seeing right. this for yourself. And of course,
0: you know? uh, if you do that after listening to this episode, you will know what happens, which is a benefit that we did not have going into this episode. And so, it I mean, I will say like what we're talking about in terms of it doesn't work as a MacGyver episode is primarily this scene. The rest of it feels like Okay, it's kind of MacGyvery. It's a little bit uh, yeah. darker at the beginning, like the whole like seeing a bunch of dead animals thing is a little weird at the beginning. That feels a little too dark for th- for them. But you know, it picks up and there's a leak in the lab, and he has to fix it with the Freon tank, and he has to get the Bunsen burner out. And he, like, there is like MacGyvery shit in this episode. It's just that the conclusion of the story just feels like, where are we going with this? it's Just <laughs> really, really weird.
1: Like we're we've made her also like a weird like she's not an enemy, but right. she's enemy adjacent. You mm-hmm. know? No, which I did not feel worked like we, rogue. we need like yeah a clear-cut person to root for and we did not have that in
0: this episode I, the at best all. we had was ace and they fucking killed him <laughs> 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 I would have thought ace is at least an innocent in this whole thing I mean also not to belabor this point but there are also ways where ace could have triggered something picture a lever that's one side of it's in yeah. one room and one side of it's in the other and Ace trips the lever and by accident murders his owner but survives because he's outside the glass right like there's a thousand ways to do that.
1: or Ace could have saved the discs like I yeah, want right. to see Ace yeah, yeah. save something <laughs> save. not Ace fucking it up like oh my god did you ever
0: see, um, just... you ever see Project X with Matthew Broderick I have seen that <laughs> I've yes. only seen it once I saw it when I was a kid and I will never forget the image at the end because one chimpanzee is forced to like in his enclosure um, they're trying to get him to trip some switch that saves the day and I they they do it by promising him cigarettes because he's like addicted to cigarettes so they're holding cigarettes outside the glass to get him to do what they want he does the thing he can't have the cigarette because they can't open the thing and he is doomed and sacrifices himself for everybody else and I will never fucking forget that scene um, and that feels very much like this yeah
1: it's not good yes
0: <laughs> um, so that brings the yeah that brings the um, the animal cruelty count to 907 animals uh, Unfortunately it won't be the, the the last in this season that we uh, that we treat poorly we almost started this count last. Uh, episode, But luckily, that little dumb white dog that uh, starts barking when uh, the, yeah. the woman is getting strangled in her apartment. Uh, I thought, oh, for sure, they're going to kick this dog or <laughs> throw him out the window or something. And luckily, that dog survived, as far as we know. So I'm sorry to report this, but it is something that, uh, for some reason, this season had a bit of a hard-on for this stuff. Because um, it is an easy way to Weird. show bad guys are bad to yeah, animals. Yeah,
1: yeah. if you want to show someone's evil, yeah. show them hurting an animal. Or a for child, sure.
0: yeah. Um, the recycled actor count doesn't change. But again, uh, the guy in the hazmat suit that explains what's going on, uh, we'll, see, we'll see him one more time in another role in this series. The colonel, we'll see him one more time in another role. And the PR officer, we'll see him two more times in this series. So uh, get ready to see some familiar faces again. Is that it? Yeah. This was how they, by the way, this was how they started 1988. This was the first episode that they aired in 1988. <laughs> they rang so real, real in real 1988 New Year's with this great fourth. Well, 88 is going to be a great year. We didn't even talk about the fact that, like, the ending and the elevator. They get stuck in the elevator. He has to make the elevator go faster. Which, by the way, interesting thematic thing I just realized is that he uh, rigs the elevator to uh, go faster, which is exactly what this bacteria does to your to your body. (laughs) Um, Just that's how he gets out of the building. A tight little resolution on that one. Oh, let's rate this episode then. Um, What would you give this episode on a one to ten scale? I. What do I give this episode?
1: I don't. Like, this is a really tough one because it certainly was, like, very shocking and, like, oh, my God, but not in a good way, you know, in a, like, horrific way. But take out this
0: scene and it's not the worst episode of MacGyver we've ever seen.
1: No, it's not. Um, Six. Okay,
0: yeah. It's hard to go that high with... with this one scene but it, like but...
1: this is gonna be memorable right you're yeah. gonna remember you won't remember anything uh, else from
0: this episode but that yeah. scene yeah
1: Killzone will be remembered <laughs> uh,
0: is that is that part of the way you you, you rate things it gets an extra point I, I do
1: because there are a number of episodes of this program that are not memorable sure. Um, it. but you've got your Eagles you've got your <laughs> uh, Thief of Budapest you've yeah. got your your certain um, yeah, yeah. you know episodes that uh. You, you don't forget. You forget. Uh, I think Killzone is added to the unforgettable episodes sure. list, which I will compile. Um, I will uh, put down what I think my <laughs> most unforgettable yes. episodes are. This is definitely, definitely on the list. Yeah,
0: okay. I, I can respect that. Um, I'm going to give it a five because I it really really upset it me. It bothered you. Yeah, it bothered yeah. me. I never want to I see think it again. the ace you know, thing
1: <laughs> was horrific. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I will oh. never forget uh the dog dying. It's funny too because it's
0: not graphic in the sense that like the way the dog dies is almost comical you know it's like oh another shot of him he's a little a tiny bit grayer a yeah, tiny bit grayer no. and he's clearly being trained to just like crawl into her lap and put his head down like and it but it it doesn't matter like it's still very it's
1: still upsetting. gross it's not like the beginning of pet cemetery <laughs> yeah, i don't know no, if you've seen that movie yeah. but like it's not like that but yeah. it's like ew.
0: um I think that's it. Uh, do you have anything to plug,
1: Annie? No, I am going to be in recovery from watching this episode, so <laughs> hold I hold your be dogs in close to you, folks. Hibernation, yes.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, excellent. Um, well, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Check out our website, TheMacGyverPod.com, and all our socials. It's all at The If you want to watch old episodes of the show along with us, you can check them out on Paramount Plus or Amazon Prime or Pluto TV. Next week we'll be covering season three, episode twelve, early retirement. Take care, everybody. And remember, in the immortal words of our buddy Mac, friends Friends are the adventures of life. Good night.